Hello everyone, it's day two of the Life Sensor Challenge. Now, hopefully you got stuck in yesterday. Just track what you usually eat if you are getting stuck. You don't have to eat the perfect diet. Just track what you usually eat. And if most of you are like me, it's convenience food, it's quick, grab, ready meals, maybe protein bar, stuff like that. Just track them all and see where you land and then try and make adjustments over time to hit your macros, okay? Most important thing is your calories and protein. Carbs and fat are interchangeable. So as long as you hit your, or as long as you come near your calorie, calorie target on average over the, over the week, and you hit your protein target roughly every day, results will come. Even if you're not working out, you could just walk, you could just be active. You don't have to add the workouts in yet, but obviously that will help you add muscle mass and strength. So today I wanna to talk about a few myths that are common, because if you keep falling for myths, we're gonna keep getting confused, and in confusion, energy is destroyed, basically well, energy is dissipated, and you just basically get into a, sta into a state of like, paralysis or like it sucks the motivation out of you because you go oh there must be something else it must be this and that no there's nothing else hit your calorie target on average hit your protein get your steps up drink your water things will work as long as you're honest as long as you treat this as a science experiment for 10 days track your data daily weigh in if possible so we can take a weekly average and we'll go from there anyway let's crack on with some myths okay so first myth is low carb is best for fat loss the research is clear on this there is no specific diet better for fat loss low carb so a keto group versus a carbohydrate group the keto group saw more total weight loss but they didn't see more total fat loss so one gram of glycogen pulls in four grams of water roughly okay so if you've got carbs in your muscles stored in your muscle glycogen stored in your liver you can pull in more water and more water basically more water weight so you're heavier right that's not a bad thing so whilst you might lose more weight because of the water weight drops, you haven't lost more fat. So most people don't like low-carb diets. It's hard to sustain. I hate low-carb diets. I just think, why do that to yourself? You know, if you want to do high-intensity workouts, you want to train well, you want your brain to function optimally, you want to be getting carbs in because your, your brain uses glucose primary. High-intensity training or training utilizes carbs. Okay, so don't fall for that myth. Do what works for you. Calories and protein, whatever carbs and fat fall into place, let it happen that way, depending on what you prefer. Some of you, I love eating fruit, so my carbs are high every day. Some of you might not like eating fruit. Some of you might be a high-fat person. But whatever suits you that's long-term and sustainable. Okay, eating small but frequent meals increases metabolism. No, it doesn't. If you eat six small meals, it'll spike your metabolic rate each time small amount if you eat three bigger meals it'll spike it bigger but overall the energy used to digest the food is the same because it's the same amount of food going in overall throughout the day so don't worry about having six meals a day and that rubbish it's, i have two big meals and a snack or two that's me but you might prefer three meals or four meals again be your own scientist here don't be a lemon and be like oh well yeah that bodybuilder has eight meals a day i'll do that but that's not sustainable for you what do you prefer? Do you like having breakfast or not? If you do, eat breakfast. If you don't, don't have it. If you prefer a massive meal in the evening, have a massive meal in the evening. If you prefer a big lunch, a big lunch. You know, do what works for you. Uh, myth number three, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Nope. That is actually a marketing term coined by Kellogg's hundreds of years ago, and we actually believe it today. So that's how powerful the marketing slogan was, get more people to eat breakfast in the morning. Breakfast isn't, isn't more important than lunch or dinner. It's all the same right there is some research to suggest that if you have more of your calories earlier on in the day it's better um, it might improve your circadian rhythm maybe um, but again that is dependent on the person some of you might prefer breakfast some of you might not like I said earlier so having breakfast or not if your total calories and macros are the same no difference in your results 
Myth number four, eating after 6 p.m. makes you fat. Nope. A lot of people believe this. There's no like carb gremlins or fat gremlins that are like, will go, well, you're eating before bed and you don't need this energy, so you're going to store it as fat, you're never going to lose it. If you're in a deficit, by definition, that means you are not giving your body the energy it needs to function without it taking it from your fat stores. So if you had all your calories just before bed, and that was your only meal of the day, and you're in a deficit, your body can't make calories are thin air so it can't store anything because it's in a deficit it needs to actually go and get the energy from the stored fat so you'd have to lose fat right and all and this over time with is, is going to be fat loss um protein is bad for the kidneys this is false um if you've got any pre-existing kidney conditions stuff like that then you've got to obviously speak to your doctor and stuff and it could have an impact but if you're healthy um normal type of kidney function high protein isn't bad for you uh, myth number myth number seven here I got intermittent fasting is the best way to lose weight it's not some people just prefer it and it could help you but it's not superior backed by the research and all of this is backed by research guys if you actually want to know the research studies and stuff I'm going to reference they're all in a document I got for you so if you want it I'll send it over to you I'm just going over them now high level just so you're getting them into the mind um, hormones are more important for weight loss than calorie deficit this is not true so if you were in a surplus but then you were pumping yourself with loads of testosterone it's not going to make a difference to your fat loss you know higher testosterone might impact fat loss rate but if you're in a surplus you're in a surplus if you're in a deficit you're in a deficit now does that mean hormones don't matter obviously they matter if you are low testosterone for example you might have low energy levels you might have low libido you might have low just motivation and that might mean you walk less that might mean you train less that might mean you have less motivation to actually eat better so yes, indirectly it it does it impacts your energy in and energy out. So you do want to check out if there's any deficiencies here and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it still matters if you're in a deficit or not. If you're not in the deficit, you're not going to lose weight, right? Not lose fat. Sorry. Another myth: overweight people have a slow metabolism. This is false. Overweight people actually have a faster metabolism. The reason for this is because they're carrying more weight around, which needs more energy to do so. So the calorie, their maintenance, as we call it, the amount of energy they need to function and move each day, is going to be higher than someone skinnier. So if you were five foot nine and someone else is five foot nine, you were 100 kgs, they were 70 kgs, you did the exact same jobs, exact same steps. The 100 kgs person would be burning far more calories than someone those 70 kgs because there's more weight to move around. And then the other myth is skinny people have a fast metabolism. Again, this isn't true either. This this like myth of fast and slow. What typically happens with skinny people is you'll see them eat one massive meal like a pizza and you go, how are you so skinny eating that? But that might be the only meal they eat for the day. You're not looking at people 24-7. Do you know when people say, well, I got a friend, she eats everything or he eats, he eats everything and he never puts weight. I'm like, oh, do you, do you look at them 24-7? Yeah, are you with them 24-7? Because let me tell you, they are definitely not eating in a surplus for long enough time to gain weight if they're still skinny. Because if they were eating in a surplus over time, they would put gain weight, simple as. So you might see a, a fraction of their life, a fraction of them which has one big meal or one big sesh, and that's it. You don't see them 99% of the time when you're not with them. So don't be um, tricked into that, right? Um, dieting puts you in starvation mode and causes metabolic damage. Myth. Look at people in Auschwitz, look at photos, their skin and bones. If you don't put enough energy in your body via food, Right, and you go high and you burn a lot, you will lose all your fat and then you lose your muscle mass and then you'll die. That's how that's how extreme it goes. There is no safety net that's gonna stop you from going into that type of um, situation. If the energy's not coming in, it's not coming in. It has to find the energy. That's the problem. 
there are things the body does to try and slow down energy expenditure it tries to slow down this obviously but it can't stop it if the deficit is there the deficit is there there's a law in physics the law of thermodynamics and you might have learned if you did this in a level or whatever energy can't be created or destroyed only converted from one form to another so what that means is you can't just make up energy from nowhere it has to come from somewhere if it doesn't come from somewhere you're going to try and find it elsewhere and once those stores are depleted there's nowhere else to go and it's gone do you mean eating protein causes you to become bulky this is not true you will be bulkier if you eat more obviously if you eat more food in general you can gain weight gain muscle gain fat if you do um weightlifting you gain muscle so you might look bulkier but just just the protein itself is not going to make you look bulky right um, it depends on your body fat percentages and stuff like that, how you look athletically, you might look bulky, blah blah blah. It's not, it's not just down to eating protein. A diet, Pepsi, Diet Coke, Pepsi Max, all that type of stuff, diet drinks cause um, stop fat loss. This is not true. In some research, actually shows it can help fat loss. Okay, so if you like a bit of Pepsi Max or a Coke Zero to curb that sweet tooth, do it. I have one a day. Helps me. It's like a snack nothing bad for me in moderation don't fall for the um, headlines in the newspapers right um, there are good and bad food for fat loss this isn't true obviously you want to eat foods that are low at uh, low density in calories for example if you were to compare a chocolate bar like a milky way versus a melon if you compare the volume one milky way is equal to like 10 melon pieces in calorie wise so obviously the melon has more bang for its buck right but if you're in a deficit, you're in a deficit no matter what foods you're eating. You can lose weight eating McDonald's only if you wanted to. I don't suggest doing it, but that is the truth of the matter. As long as you're in a deficit, it will happen. So use your head. Don't take that and be like, oh, Scott said to eat sugar donuts and McDonald's all the time. No. But if you want to have a McDonald's, have a McDonald's. Just track it. And if you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight. It worked for them, so it must work for me. This is classic in the fitness industry. If you see someone with abs and they're like, yeah, man, if you do this, like, look. Most people who are shredded that do competitions, uh, women bikini ones, men who do it, they are literally on high levels of cardio and they are doing low calorie diets that are not sustainable for the average person. You do not want to be doing what they're doing. There is research, okay? Natural professional bodybuilders, 16 week cut. They cut for 16 weeks, yeah? Their testosterone levels at the start are normal, okay? At the end of the 16 weeks, their testosterone levels have plummeted to that of an 80-year-old man, okay, because of the stress of the extremity of the dieting, the low body fat percentage. As soon as they ate the calories back and went back to maintenance for a few weeks, they rebounded, okay? So your testosterone levels will drop if you try and go diet too much or go to a low body fat percentage. So you don't want to be doing this all the time. You want to be maintenance, building muscle in this healthy range. Yes, yeah, some of you might have more fat than others as your lifestyle choices, and that's fine. Don't chase the abs all the time. So when people say it worked for it worked for me, I got abs. I must do what they're doing. You don't need to be doing forty-five minutes stairmaster every day. I'm trying to get chiseled abs and your face looking like a skeleton for what? For who? For girls? No. For yourself? No. Come on. You don't want to be wasting your time and plummeting your testosterone levels just for a photo on Instagram. You don't need to be better than that. Um. Yeah, and if you eat carbs before bed, they get stored as fat. That's another myth. So you know. Do with do with that with you. Do with that what you wish. Have a bar of chocolate. Have a piece of fruit. Whatever you want before bed. Whatever feels good for you and you like doing. Might be that you like having a chocolate bar in the night with your missus before watching TV or whatever. Who knows? So that's a quick overview of some myths. I can send a document to you if you want it. I will uh, request it. I'll send it over. But again today, it's day two. 
eat what you usually eat, right? And see where you're going. So yesterday, you, if you just track what you usually eat, you might be like, wow, I'm like 50 grams away from my protein target. I'm whoa, I'm like 1,000 calories over what my target is for fat loss. And you go, right, what should I do today? Well, the first step is to reduce your portion sizes. So instead of changing your entire diet, go, right, what if I cut, what if I had two, one sausage instead of two? What if I had half the serving of the chips I have? What if I had, instead of having, um, you know, a Greg sausage roll or whatever, and this and that, I'll have that. You know, what if I cut down on my snacks in half? Just do stuff like that, and you'll see easy, simple wins. And then you get closer to your goal over time, and then boom, you maintain it with a few small tweaks. There's no need for drastic changes here. They don't work. In the military, they say slow is smooth, smooth is fast, for reloading a gun. So you do it slower, and you do it smoother, you typically reload the gun quicker than someone rushing it. Same with fat loss. You try and rush through this extreme, 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 40 per minute stair master daily, losing weight. Yeah, you might lose weight quick. You might be doing a rush, your testosterone levels will drop. All that type of stuff will happen, and you'll rebound. So actually, you won't get it quicker in the end. You'll actually be rebounding and back to square one. But if you go slow and smooth, you'll chip away, chip away, chip away, maintain your lifestyle. You'll still be enjoying yourself. You won't be feeling horrible. You won't be having the adverse effects of losing weight like a lot of people do because they're going too extreme. And you'll still enjoy your life. And you'll be able to focus on other stuff like your career, your side hustle, your business, or you want to start a business. And we're going to talk a lot of this at Life Sensei. We've got a lot of life uh, coaches that can help you along this. So we're not all about just losing weight. Obviously, that's going to be part of the process. Get it, building muscle, losing weight, feeling strong, fit, and healthy. Because if our body is strong, fit, and healthy, our mind can be strong, fit, and healthy. They both link up highly. And once they're both linked up and both performing well, we can direct that energy to things in our life you want to achieve and there's a lot of things all of you want to achieve and we're going to help you get there but you still have to build the base of health first without health you've got nothing zero so all you want to be is healthy when you're ill and all you want to be is healthy when you feel like shit you've got a bad back you've got pulled left leg can't walk anymore you're so overweight you, you feel com don't even feel comfortable sitting down stuff like that we don't want to get into that stage so let's chip away slowly but we'll get there surely take things one day at a time and you get there so have a good day guys track as usual today make a few adjustments use your head you don't have to need you don't need me to tell you the exact adjustments you know exactly what to do if you've tracked honestly yesterday you know exactly what you need to do today in terms of cutting stuff down try and hit your macros and you'll start making significant progress in the next week or two so see you all tomorrow